0: happy halloween to all my little pretties i hope your halloween is as spooky and scary as christian slater's career and speaking of scary i spent the first part of this week in rural virginia not quite like you know he's got a party mouth virginia but pretty close and i was hanging out around with cliff and we had a live stream and we talked a lot about the pixel (sighs) six it's the benefit of a doubt podcast Welcome to the Benefit of the Dowd Podcast. I'm your host, Count Adam Dowd, and this week it is our spooky Halloween show, and I bet you're wondering if I'm going to talk with this annoying voice for the entire podcast, because that would be really annoying, and you're right, so no, I won't be doing that. But what I will do is tell you about this week in tech, and I started off this week at Cliff's house in Nowhere, Virginia, which is pretty for sure, but it's also just, you know, Nowhere. I think little else illustrates the point other than driving down the interstate by Cliff's house at 8 p.m., And having it completely to yourself, like seriously, no traffic in either direction. It was downright eerie. But the mountains of Virginia afforded some of the best photos that I've ever taken, and I took those photos with the Pixel 6 that I was reviewing for LifeWire. You'll find a link to that review in the show notes, and Cliff and I talked a lot about the phone during our top story for the evening coming up in a little bit. Also, I'm taking a look at a Lenovo tablet that I've been using on the daily for the last few months that ironically enough, didn't make the cut for going with me to Virginia. It's a Lenovo Yoga Tab 13, and it's an awesome bit of tech that can turn your laptop into a mobile workstation. And we will get to all of that, but first, of course, we need to get to the news of the week. Starting off the week, we... (laughs) <laughs> Took a look at last week in Apple's latest hardware release. Specifically, antech looks at Apple's new M1 processors, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. And to be honest... I've already forgotten which of those is the more powerful because both names are stupid. And speaking of stupid, that's about all I can tell you about this Antech article because I'm an idiot and a lot of what they're saying is way over my head. This article is a look at the expected performance of this hardware and overall it seems to be pretty good, including an impressive jump in GPU performance. While Antech doesn't go so far as to say that you'll be able to game with these chips, Apple is positioning itself well for game adoption when and if that actually happens. But for creators, these chips should perform quite well, including working with ProRes and ProRes RAW, which, you know, is great for Apple users, but let's face it, That's kind of who these were built for. The main story here seems to be in power efficiency, which is something that creators will really value. Being able to render a video in Premiere is great. Being able to render it in Premiere from the CES floor and still have enough juice to write two or three more articles is a whole other level of awesome. So overall, this seems to be a great upgrade, which is awesome. But as I mentioned last week, I just bought a new laptop. So, damn it. This week, Sony introduced the Xperia Pro Mark I, which carries a 1-inch camera sensor behind a 24mm lens. While it's not the first 1-inch sensor that we've seen in a smartphone, it's still a pretty huge deal, and it has Sony's camera tech in it, so there's reason to be very enthusiastic about it. What's not easy to be enthusiastic about is the price, which starts at $18.99. But before you hit skip forward 30 seconds, hang on, let me tell you what this phone brings. The two other sensors are both 12-megapixel sensors for an ultra wide and a kinda-sorta 2x zoom. Yeah, we're missing the dynamic telephoto lens, but honestly, that's something I'm willing to forgive this time around. And yeah, this guy just said that. The rest of the specs are all top-tier, including the Snapdragon 888, 12GB of RAM, and 512GB of storage. There's a 4500mAh battery and a 6.5-inch 4K OLED display at 120Hz on the front. Overall, I'd say as long as the camera performs as expected... $1,800 kind of sounds about right. Sure, you could get a folding phone for that, but this phone is for people who want a camera first and a phone second. There's a lot of vloggers who might line up for something like this if you can talk them away from their iPhones. Jeff Bezos is no longer satisfied with his giant space stick. it seems, because Blue Origin announced that it's working on a space station called Orbital Reef. No word yet on what sexual organ the space station will be shaped like. My money is either on a big set of boobs or a series of space dicks that looks like some kind of celestial gangbang. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but Blue Origin has some issues to work out, clearly. Blue Origin has some backers, including Sierra Space, Boeing, Pornhub. I'm just kidding, not Pornhub, Redwire Space, Genius Engineering Solutions, and oddly enough, Arizona State University in what could be one of the most unique remote learning opportunities yet. Lincoln Technical Institute, eat your heart out. What's confusing about this is... Blue Origin has barely been to space and not for more than 10 minutes at a time. Jeff Bezos has literally spent more time drinking champagne after landing than he has in actual space. And maybe more time drinking champagne than we thought, because this is like buying a 1984 Ford Fiesta, driving it around the block, and then thinking to yourself, you know, I would make one hell of an Indy 500 driver. Jeff, babe, I love you, and sure, you built a nice-looking space deck, but maybe, I don't know, actually do something in space before you think about moving into a space station and putting your feet up on the coffee table. Google announced a new feature drop for Android 12 on larger screens called Android 12 L. Presumably, this interface update is not only for tablets, but for foldables that turn into larger screens like the Galaxy Z Fold 3. Android L will be available for download early next year. The update will include enhancements to, quote, notifications, quick settings, lock screen, overview, home screen, and more. Among the improvements includes a new taskbar, which will make it easier to switch between apps and use split-screen, and that's exciting. I've been using some Lenovo tablets with a taskbar for switching apps, and it is delightful. Of course, this then begs the question, how many tablets out there actually run Android 12? And the answer is, not a hell of a lot of them. I would actually wager that there will probably be more foldables out there with Android 12 on them than tablets by the time that this drops. In fact, it almost seems like tablet makers are pretty content to just release a tablet, and then not do a damn thing to it. I'm trying to remember when the last time I actually upgraded the operating system on a tablet was. It's been a while. All the same, though, it's nice to see Google actually paying attention to larger screens for a change. And here's hoping that this isn't the last thing that Google has to do with a larger screen. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Google. As expected, Palm launched a pair of wireless earbuds this week. They're $99, and they come with active noise cancellation and IPX4 water resistance for sweat resistance. The $99 is a pre-order price. If you wait to see what others think of them first, then it's going to cost you $129 for a few months before Palm realizes it's stupid and drops them back down to $99. The earbuds seem to be white-boxed from somewhere since The Verge points out a 30-second Amazon search for another set of earbuds with the exact same design and costing $45 less, by the way. Now... I'm as big a Palm fan as there is, but there's nothing about these buds that inspires my loyalty. I've been using a similarly priced set of Anchor Soundcore buds for the past few weeks, review coming soon, and they do everything I want my buds to do. You'll definitely be hearing about these more, but getting back to Palm, I'm not terribly surprised that Palm seems to have white-boxed these earbuds. It's the cheapest way to go, after all, and Palm has a long way back from the edge. Hopefully these work out for them. I won't be buying them, but hopefully these are just the first in a long series of steps while Palm makes its way back into the mainstream. Fingers crossed. And in a move that surprised absolutely no one, Warner Brothers greenlit the second Dune film which will actually make it one cohesive film from the book. Dune dropped this past weekend on HBO Max and in theaters and has done pretty well so far. But Dune is really only half a movie, made even scarier by the fact that it's two and a half hours long and nothing happens for the first 90 minutes. Cliff and I watched Dune this past weekend and gave a little mini-review of it in the top story, assuming that survives the editing process. ha. <laughs> Anyway, the Dune movie is only half of the book upon which it was based, so it seemed inevitable that a second movie would be made. But for some reason, WB was waiting until after the first weekend to announce that it would actually happen. I guess they wanted to hedge their bets? Whatever the case, we're slated to get a second movie in which something will hopefully finally happen, but it won't happen, or it won't not happen as the case may be, until 2023. Meta, the crappy company run by terrible people, has a new name now, Meta. The announcement came during the keynote of Facebook Connect, during which Mark Zuckerberg did his best to act like a human impersonation and talked for over 90 minutes about how great the Metaverse is going to be, that is, if its primary product stops being a gigantic shit burger. And by the way, Mark Zuckerberg trying to act like a human is just full of cringe. Ugh. Anyway, the Metaverse is going to allow you to put on a VR headset and go anywhere you want and meet up with people and watch concerts or something, I guess. Honestly, I'm not sure I see it. Some other tidbits include that Meta is sunsetting the Oculus brand, which really makes a lot of sense. The Oculus Quest henceforth known as the MetaQuest, by the way, is going to be a key entry point into the metaverse, so it makes sense to call it the MetaQuest. Plus, by sunsetting the only brand under Facebook's domain that wasn't slimy or crappy in some way, it brings a lot of consistency to the rest of Facebook's miserable lineup. Really smart move. Well done. Speaking of Facebook's crappy brands, so you know how you're watching an Instagram and people keep saying, Link in my bio! Well, you'll be hearing that at least a little bit less since Instagram is rolling out a feature which will let people embed links into their stories. This feature had previously only been available to verified accounts and accounts with 10,000 or more followers. And, oh, let me see. Um... Ha! Only 9,665 followers to go. Sweet. Anyway, the links can be appended to a sticker in your story. Apparently, it's a slow rollout, though, since the feature isn't available to all users yet. But what I want to know is, why just stories? Why not roll this out to Instagram photos as well? Linking to outside sources is a good way to provide additional context to some content. And, of course, you know, just sell stuff. I would love to put a link to BenefitofADoubt.com in every Instagram photo I share but I never share stories, so this feature is honestly kind of lost on me. So I guess for now, I'll still be among the unwashed masses who can't share links, and that's fine. Keep your stories, Instagram. Content that is good enough to be created is good enough to be permanent. Apple released its quarterly earnings this week. Well... Actually a lot of companies did because it's that time of year. But Apple had some news to share, and if you ask me, Financial Times kinda of buried the lead here because it starts off by reporting that Apple ran into larger than expected supply constraints, meaning that they were only able to ship millions and millions and millions of phones, as opposed to the expected millions and millions and millions and millions of phones. Meanwhile, Apple reports eighty-three point four billion with the B dollars in revenue in the fourth quarter, which is up twenty nine percent from last year, but oh um, Oh shucky darn, it didn't meet the expectations of eighty four point three billion. Oh well, Apple, better luck next time. But way down in the story is the fact that Apple has earned $365.8 billion over this last 12 months. And if that number sounds familiar, that's because that's how many days there are in a year. So by my math, that means Apple earned more than $1 billion every day for the past year. Just let that sink in. I'll, I'll give you a couple of seconds. billion per day. Just what the hell, people? That is just an insane amount of money for one company. And now I'm contractually obligated to go cry in a corner. And finally, my first full review went up on LifeWire.com and this one was for the Pixel 6 Not Pro. And let me tell you, This was a stressful time. You see, not only did I get this phone for all of four days before I had to write a review, but I also got sent the phone the day before I was supposed to get on a plane, and I was really nervous that it wasn't going to show up before I had to leave. It made it, though, so I was able to take it to the mountains of Virginia and take some of the best photos that I've ever taken, honestly. I've linked the review in the show notes on benefitofadow.com, so give it a look, and I'll let you read the review for my full thoughts, but... Coming up in our top story, Cliff and I discuss the phone at length. What I will say is that the phone is priced insanely low for what you get here. It's a steal, to be honest. So if you're in the market for a new phone, this should absolutely be part of the conversation. Back in Application API
1: bugs, attachment, DevOps, backend, frameworks, backward, component, oriented, oriented, natural language, software, blue text editor, editor, book, merge, octrolean, web, web server. server. Welcome to Tech Yeah!
0: This week on Tech Yeah, I want to talk about a tablet that I've been using on the daily since the day I got it. It's Lenovo's Yoga Tab 13. It's a 13-inch tablet, which is undoubtedly huge, but it comes with its own kickstand slash handle slash holder that you can carry it with or hang it from a wall or just stand it up on your desk. And what makes this tablet pretty cool is that it also doubles as a second wired monitor for your laptop. There's a mini HDMI port on the left side, and it comes with a standard HDMI to mini HDMI cable. Just plug it in and bingo bango, it's a second monitor. One of the biggest problems with tablets is there's nothing to do with them between times that you're using them to consume content. They end up sitting on a shelf collecting dust. Now, I'm not saying that I use a second monitor with my laptop all that often, but I use this as a second monitor almost as much time as I use it as a tablet. Me being such a mobile professional, this is very handy for me, but let's get to the rest of the stuff. On the inside, you'll get a Snapdragon 870 processor and 8GB of RAM. There's 128 gigabytes of storage, and it's an LCD screen, but it actually looks really great. When it's not a second monitor, I use it to stream movies and TV shows, and it looks beautiful. Plus, along the bottom is a speaker grill that stretches the entire width of the device, and it carries the most powerful and loudest speaker I have ever heard on a tablet or laptop. It's a really good speaker, people. It doesn't get quite as much bass as I would like, considering its size and loudness, but overall, I can't complain that much. That speaker and the hinge are both contained in a sort of bulbous handle that runs across the bottom of a tablet or along the side when it's in portrait. It's akin to the kind of handle that the Kindle Oasis has, and to be honest, I'm really only willing to look past how annoying this is because of the speakers and the utility of the hinge. It's a 180-degree hinge that can be set in any position, like the hinge on the Microsoft Surface, for example. Most of the time, I use it to stand the tablet up or to carry it. Lenovo says you can hang the tablet from the wall, but haven't really figured out a good use case for that yet on the software side the tablet runs android 11 but it doesn't have the productivity setting for navigation that i've talked about on previous lenovo tablets and that i referenced in the news section earlier in the show that's the one that basically gives you a dock and icon showing you what's open so maybe this tablet will eventually get android 12 and android 12 l and maybe we'll get that back i don't know Off to the left, instead of a normal Google feed, you'll get a Google TV Entertainment Hub, which actually makes a lot of sense on this tablet since it's such an entertainment machine. The Google TV interface gives you quick and curated access to services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, and HBO Max. It's handy, and I dig it. One of the things that bugs me about the software is the multitasking. When you drag your finger up from the bottom and hold it in the middle of the screen to get to multitasking, it often takes, and I'm not kidding here, up to 15 seconds for the multitasking to show up. Seriously, it's a long time and it really sucks. It's actually so long that at first I double and triple checked my navigation settings to make sure I was doing it right. I was, but apparently not for long enough by Lenovo standards, I really hope that gets fixed in some kind of future update, but honestly, who knows at this point. As for the price? It's expensive at $679. It's on sale now at Lenovo.com for $629, which helps a little, but honestly not all that much. At the end of the day, this is an entertainment tablet, which has one neat trick up its sleeve. I'm not sure I'd pay just south of $700 for that, especially when you can buy a normal tablet and a portable secondary monitor combined for less than that. But if you want to consolidate your devices and you're a road warrior who wants to carry around a 13-inch portable monitor, this could be a tablet for you. And if you want to pick one up, there's a link for it at BenefitofEndowed.com, so go there to check it out. Hello and welcome to Not Quite Doubting Thomas. We're calling this When Endowed because when you're in Virginia, you... Hang out with your co-producer, I guess, because this is this is Adam Dowd and Cliff Thomas, co-producer Cliff, live and in person, together. And there's no particular reason why we're doing this, we just felt like, I just felt like I had to get away. It's been 18 months, folks. Uh, so, I uh, had to get out, and Cliff is like, I got a bed, and I'm like, alright, cool.
1: <laughs> so, here we are. That's my only qualification, is that I have a bed. Yeah. That's okay, no, like- yeah, I mean... That and that and uh, I guess if you want to take pretty pictures, where I live isn't good much for much else. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: Indoor ish plumbing and it's it's really great. <laughs> I mean, it's really <laughs> fantastic. He's got a wood guy, so we've been staying nice and warm, and it's been uh, it's been kind of amazing. So, anyway, um, so I've been here since Saturday. I've been in. I, I flew into D.C. on Saturday and hung out with some family there for a little bit. Then I made my way down here. And if you're not familiar with the Virginia area and the the the, the trip between Washington D.C. and the middle of the, Blue the middle of nowhere, right. Virginia, mm-hmm. um, there is an a stretch of the Appalachian Mountains called the Skyline Drive, where it it's it is kind of what it sounds like. You're basically driving over the tops of mountains, and I happen to hit Skyline Drive right at golden hour, which um, I think I'll actually. Probably expand upon that in this weekend's podcast about like what Golden Hour is, why it's useful, and stuff like that, and kind of like another behind the scenes type thing. But, um, Regardless, it's it's an amazing time. Hi Zachary, uh, it's a, it was an amazing time to drive through. And like I was I was on my way to Cliff's house, and I was like sending him updates, like you know I'll be there by seven, I'll be there by seven thirty, I'll be there by eight, because like every time I got to an outlook, I was like, holy crap, I need to pull over and take a picture of this. And and now you might be wonder asking yourself like you were driving down the Skyline Drive with all these scenic vistas. What phone were you using to take all those pictures? Mm -hmm. And now that it is officially seven minutes past the embargo, we can say it was with the Pixel 6. So I'm actually doing a review of this phone. Hey, the dogs are going crazy. I'm actually doing a review of this phone for LifeWire, so be sure to check that out on LifeWire.com. But if you're here, I'll answer any questions you have about it right now, and maybe I can even... Work that into my review, but uh, this is the Pixel Six, not the Pixel Six Pro. Um, this is the fingerprint version of it, where you can. Uh, um, and actually, it's kind of hard to
1: see with the with the, the light. lighting. Yeah, but um, well, you can you can get a, a sense of the, of the difference, and you know the I have the yeah. Pixel Five A to show it next to it, it which has that matte. Yep. Finishing. Oh my goodness, what a difference. That is maybe the one advantage that the Pixel Five A has over
0: the Pixel 6. Oh, Zachary Palmer says, I was wondering why I got forty seven notifications at noon. <laughs> that's because that's when the embargo lifted. Yep. Um, we actually and it was kind of funny, um the embargo I I originally thought the embargo lifted at nine AM Eastern time. Um so I was just like, Oh, we can do this we can do this live stream mm-hmm. at eleven or ten or whatever, but um Oh, for a OnePlus Eight? uh yes. I would. I would have to say. Now, look, I got this phone on Friday, and I flew out Saturday morning. So, um, before I give any definitive opinions, which, by the way, I'm going to be writing my review for this on the on the plane on ride the plane home. Back, yes. um, you know, I have to caveat that, and I will caveat my review by saying that I've had this for three days. So, is it worth it? I think so. Um, I don't have the ability to. To um, you know what? Let me um, let me not put in my uh, passcode while I'm on a live stream. Uh, <laughs> Security
1: um, always the the our highest priority yeah, here at benefit yeah. of the doubt. I
0: don't have the ability to show photos like you know I can't like cast them to the to the computer. But I mean like like here's one. If you can see, yeah oh this is shitty. I'm not even gonna do this. I'm not even gonna do this. <laughs> let me just say okay so I have. I took one photo, which you may or may not be able to see, that I turned into my wallpaper because it looks like. Yeah, can we get that to? It looks like, to a like a wallpaper took. photo. Um, I'll post. I'll. Yeah, I'll post some stuff on Instagram a little bit later. So check out Dead Technology on Instagram, and you can get an idea of what the photos. I'm gonna go back to teaching. Oh, okay. So yeah, get the questions out, and I can answer them. Uh, we're only gonna be here for like another 20 minutes because neither of us have eaten yet. Um, And I've got a plane to catch. So, um, but anyway, yeah, fire off whatever questions you can and I will answer them. Uh, The fingerprint sensor is not bad. It's it's not the best in-screen fingerprint sensor that I've ever used. The haptic is very um it's it's tight like the pixel 5a but i i think it's actually a little bit less I, I don't know how to what the word is like less impact so it's like it's like softer i guess if you will it's not like it's it's tight it's like it's very tight tight like it's a toy is hard i guess I, I, I there's probably a word for it that's just escaping me right
1: now yeah i so you're, maybe it's less punchy <laughs> less punchy
0: yeah, less punchy. That's a that's a good way to put it. I, I would say um, you
1: know that with every pixel I've ever owned, though, I think it's it's apparent that Google cares about having good haptics. So I think you probably won't be disappointed with it either I, way. There's yeah.
0: probably a setting for it too that I just haven't even looked at yet. I mean, like seriously, it's been three days. Um, oh, vibration and haptics. So oh, and I can do duration. Uh, where is it? On. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Okay, and actually, it looks like I've got it cranked. I've got it maxed out. So, mm. uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a little on the light side. So, I mean, if you, if you want someone to be hitting your fingers with hammers every time you type, this is not the phone for you. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, did I ever have the OnePlus 8? I don't think I did. I had the OnePlus... I went from the 6 to the 9. But, uh, like the, yeah, the haptics on the 9 are solid. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say actually more solid than what they are on here. So yeah, if you're looking for like real solid feedback, that's probably not the phone for you. But um, but anyway, uh, do we catch all the questions? I know you got ten more minutes before you got to go back. But thanks for stopping by. Yeah, definitely. And, and we have we have other viewers. You can uh, post a comment and say hi as well if you have any questions. Once again, we are taking a look at the Pixel Six. Uh, which I am reviewing for LifeWire.com, and that should be posting sometime this week. It just didn't post today because I'm kind of in Virginia. So, anyway, um, and everybody can say hi to Cliff. Um, Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah,
0: Zachary <laughs> says my OnePlus upgrade path was uh, was pretty dramatic. Yes, it was. CT has a, has a question about what the display is like. The display is damn good. Mm-hmm. Like, it is very... Now this is the Pixel Six, so it's a 1080p, uh, you know, fully, fully uh, FHD, um, but it's a 90 hertz display, and I think I might actually see it. <laughs> I think I might actually see it. Like it's and and so far only One Plus. I know he's he's shocked. So far only One Plus, and I think I think I see it here. Like I don't care still, but <laughs> I think I do actually see it. So it is very smooth. Now, one thing that I will point out, and, and, and Cliff saw this last night, was a couple of apps like IMDB and uh, I can't remember what the other one was. Something that you have to scroll that was not made by Google. I think you said it was um, your browser. No, because no, it was wasn't. Chrome. It, okay. That would have been Chrome. Okay. Um, so it was something that you had to scroll. Oh, Amazon. That's what it was. Oh, that's it, right. The Amazon app got very juddery when trying to scroll through it. And actually, I haven't restarted the phone yet. So let's just pull up IMDB real quick and see. Yeah, see, it's jumping. Yeah, it's a like, little jank going on there. So you can there. see a little. Okay, now it's not going to do it because I'm showing it to people. It but... looks like
1: it was actually loading in the images. As it... Then that was yeah, maybe the jank. But it's still. But that's not there. what it was
0: doing yesterday. Right. <laughs> so uh yeah i guess it's fine now but go figure whether that's a tensor thing whether that's a android 12 thing we don't know because android 12 is so new you know we don't really have any way of 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 judging that so i'm going to be doing some gaming on it in a little bit um you know with uh some call of duty mobile baby i just downloaded like all 20 gigabytes of it or whatever <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be doing some gaming with that, so I'll get a much better feel as to, you know, how it's behaving. But um, uh, how thick is the bezel? Uh, not very. Um,
1: it's not... It's it's definitely more than what I saw from the Pixel 6 Pro, and I think that is one of the differences. It's also because it's a flat display. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, all,
0: it's definitely not a waterfall. And uh, I would say there's... <sighs> I'm going to say I don't really work in millimeters all that well, but three millimeters all around, top and bottom. Like, the bottom has more of a chin. The bottom is probably, like, a solid five millimeters, give or take. But, like, yeah, I would say the Pixel 5a definitely has less of a chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, I'd say it's pretty comparable. So the Pixel 5a has more, a uh, little bit more round in the corners, Mm-hmm. Yeah, was so trying to figure out. Is, we're it... both looking at like the. So I mean, if you just um, comparing bezels, yeah. Let me uh, go to my home screen. So yeah, because that's super bright. I need to switch the dark theme. I think it was what it boils down to. But uh, but anyway, so but yeah, so like the there's more of a chin here mm-hmm. on the Pixel Six than there is on the Five A. But otherwise, I'd say the bezel around is about the same. So yeah, if, you, if you've had a Pixel Five A in hand. Um. Oh, you vanilla frosty devil! You. That's fine. <laughs> Hello. <clears throat> that's fun. Dos um But uh, anyway. So yeah. So that's what. Uh, that's the deal with the screen. I I love the screen and the camera is pretty phenomenal. Or the scenery is phenomenal. Can't really decide. So, but the scenery around here is absolutely gorgeous. There's mountains everywhere, and like you know. I was, telling, I was telling Cliff, I said, one of the big differences between Virginia and Illinois is when I'm in Illinois, if I go up to like the fourth or fifth floor of a building, I can see downtown. Whereas, you know, you're standing at a gas station here and you're surrounded by mountains and there's like, you can't see anything. So, um, but that's the, in a good way because it's like, it's very scenic, especially at Golden Hour, which again, we'll talk about this weekend.
1: Right. and that's there's also you're you're absolutely here at the right time because the leaves are mm-hmm. like not quite peak but they're getting there and uh, and so yeah that's mountains plus that plus having the pixel 6 camera is is a pretty nice combination
0: you know I was just thinking maybe if I logged into like Google photos I could like share my screen but um... oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh we ha- now you have to share the pictures
0: yeah I don't want <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything but um is the camera bar protrusion so this is a joke that will be in my review this is a camera bump so large it has its own off ramp so it's 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 um it's it's really really huge i would say it's maybe a little less than the surface duo 2 probably um, and it's funny because like the three phones that I brought with me are the Surface duo 2, the the pixel 6, and the um, the iPhone 13, all of which have like amazingly huge. Yeah. Um, camera bump. If, if,
1: if I had to do a comparison, I would say because I've I've owned the S twenty one Ultra, I would say the protrusion's about the same. Except with this one, it goes all the way all the way across. across the back. Yeah.
0: and the protrusion on the the camera bump on the S twenty one Ultra is not as bad as the Microsoft Duo no. um, Duo two. So like the Duo two is really going for it when it comes to uh, <laughs> camera bumps. Whereas this one, I would say yeah, it's probably pretty close. When I get home, I will do I'll shoot some comparisons. Just to, you know, throw them up on Instagram there. But no, it's so like I actually kind of like it because I can kind of balance it on my finger a little Mm bit. Um, I I messed up my hand, so I can't really use my phone one handed (laughs) anymore. Um, But like when I'm holding the phone, it's it's actually kind of comforting to um, to to just kind of like wedge my finger up in there and just let it hang off my hand. (laughs) so hey there's one that we need to take um <laughs> but because somehow we didn't do that yet now that being said i did order a case for it and that'll be waiting for me when i get home so um but uh but yeah i mean this could be a new line of accessories what what are we thinking here let's let's workshop this jim what do you got <laughs> Tiny Ta- clothes hangers Ta-
1: there you go <laughs> for doll clothes. Yeah, that could work. My my daughter would love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh but yeah, so like the camera bump is amazingly huge and um and I think that's really just if there's been a theme of 2021, it's been unashamedly large camera just bumps. Just embrace it, just go with it. Yeah. Enjoying this interview? Did you know that there are over 10 more minutes of time where we talked that ended up on the bonus version? The full interview is available to all of my patrons right now over at patreon.com slash benefit of the doubt. For as little as $2 per month, you can get in on the ground floor of this podcast and help support the show. Plus, you'll get additional benefits like access to my discord, early podcasts, bonus live shows, and so much more. Just go to patreon.com slash benefit of the doubt. That's patreon.com slash benefit of the doubt. And if you don't want to be a patron, that's okay too. Full interviews become available at the beginning of each new month. So, for example, trimmed interviews in January will have the full versions on February 1st. I don't want you to miss out. Just head over to patreoncom benefit of the and you can listen to the full interviews even if you don't subscribe because I still want you to love the show. There are more great options for helping me out at benefitofa slash support. That's slash support. You'll get a list of all all my affiliations and monetization options all wrapped up in a neat little package at benefit slash support. I hope you visit. I hope you take in some full interviews. And as always, I thank you for listening.
1: You know, I will say though, uh, yeah, it does have a large camera bump, but in comparing, you have an iPhone 13 pro that we were doing com- uh, camera shot comparisons with. Right. Won't give away the results now, but it is to my, just like judging by holding it in hand, significantly lighter it's it's a pretty it's a it's a nice nicely weighted phone i mean that's yeah, about you had a case on it though at the I time took, i took uh, the case obviously. yeah yeah but that's
0: true. yeah that's true so i mean it's, it's about there but um yeah it's it's, it's not too uh it's not it is a much bigger phone so here's the iphone 13 here's the pixel 6 so, and, oh, actually, we got, the uh, the iPhone is blowing out the camera, so now you can actually see the screen on the Pixel 6. Um, this background is actually a photo that I took yesterday, uh, not yesterday, the other. On the way here. Oh, dude. Did you see that? Yeah, the way it shifted? No, the, uh, look at the top of the iPhone 13. You can see the uh, IR. Oh, the IR. The IR, oh, IR yeah. lights. That's, that's cool. That's fascinating today. I learned, I wonder what happens when I. Is it on you? Can I, no, Can you probably wouldn't dots, be, able, probably, you wouldn't be able to see it now. But that's, that's Stupid fun. phone tricks. Anyway, it's yeah. Um, so yeah, this this photo is actually one that I took on my way here. Um, and it's blown out now. Usually you can't see it again. But we're new to this, folks. We're working on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, something that's kind of interesting about... Uh, obviously, we haven't handled the Pixel 6 Pro, but if you just look at the specs, neither of these are small phones.
0: This is a six. This is a regular 6, not a 6 Pro. Right. So, my but, editor is doing the 6 Pro. But I think they're both within, like,
1: <laughs> 0.1 inches of each other. Neither of them are. It's not like before with, like, the Pixel 4 and the 4 XL.
0: The, uh, the screen size is, you mean from the 6 to the Pro? Right. The screen size differential is 6.7 to 6.4. So oh. it's 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 kind of like it, basically S twenty one Ultra versus Pixel six. So what else has had a six point four inch screen? I don't know. The pick well the Pixel five A has a five point three or a six point three, right? This one, yeah, it's yeah. it's
1: very similar, very so, similar in size to the Pixel. 6. So
0: basically, go from an S twenty one Ultra down to down to a Pixel five A, and that's kind of like the screen differential size. For me, I'm fine with that. Like I personally, I miss the four A. <laughs> Because that that five point eight inch screen, was just so amazing to use, especially one handed. Even though I can't do that right now, um, but the point being that this year they haven't gone for like a, a, a much
1: smaller phone and then a larger one. There's not that much difference in size between
0: build honestly. quality for the i versus the iPhone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel much more comfortable dropping the iPhone <laughs> than I would the Pixel 6. Um, and that's not just because the Pixels, I can't replace the Pixel 6 at the moment. Um, I personally prefer the feel of the iPhone just because of the squared off edges. It makes it much easier to hold, you know, like when you're... When you're, you know, just gripping it in your hand, something like that. Whereas this has like the rounded side to it, so um, this is also very slippery. So like if if I, and maybe not this table, but it has tried to slip away on me on a couple of occasions. Last night, actually, it slipped off the night table, uh, <laughs> but I was, <gasps> um, but uh, but yeah. So from a build quality, I you know I like the these are aluminum rails. I think or, the pro is steel. actually
1: stainless steel.
0: Yeah, Yeah. the pro is actually is stainless steel. Okay, so yeah, Um, from a build quality perspective, I mean, well, also think about it, six hundred dollar phone, thousand dollar phone. So I mean, yeah, that's that's normal. See that? Yeah, it's one
1: of the comments here is yeah, the verge was knocking the build quality pretty hard. I mean, honestly, it it feels like a very nice five ninety nine phone. Yeah, I I cannot knock the build quality for the really well priced. Yeah. uh, (laughs) price points that
0: they've hit this year so is this I, I, I don't remember offhand is this a glass back yes okay all right so yeah so you know i'm not a big fan of glass back phones although actually i think the iphone is also oh, yeah. a glass back
1: but it's got so, that matte more matte finish yeah you? yeah it's it's, it's not
0: nearly as slippery um but and, and back into the case because all phones belong in cases
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will say what just for a posterity that when we said pro and that it was stainless steel we were referring to the iphone uh, 13 Pro, right? Not, that the, is not the Pixel 6 Pro,
0: and this is also an iPhone 13 Pro, not an iPhone 13. Right. In which case, the price gap is much closer. Oh. So the iPhone 13 is 7.99. I while think that's is, right. well this is 5.99, it's still a 200 dollars difference.
1: Or for the Pro, you're at 8.99. So they're yeah, they're definitely closer yeah. to the third, both of them. Yeah. Closer to the 13 in price than the Pro. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very true. So, um, given a choice. Like, I have been, uh, I, honestly, I haven't had any hands-on time with the, with the Pixel 6 Pro. But honestly, just seeing what this camera is capable of, it's it's kind of hard to make an argument for the Pixel Six Pro. I mean, that's a very big difference for what amounts to. And you know, if you listen to the last podcast, I kind of went over all the differences and yeah. like how much they meant slash didn't mean to me. Um, and like, really, the only thing was the was the um, the periscope camera. Yeah, and which I will admit, like getting up to being able to go up to twenty x, like so. Google when Google introduced the phone, this phone only goes gets a hybrid zoom up to seven x. That is the maximum that you can do. Like you can't even do like a modern art masterpiece, like going up to thirty. Like it stops you, it hard stops you at seven and says. And I'm pretty sure that's Google saying this is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> so don't go any farther than mm-hmm. this. We're not even going to let you. Which some people would have an issue with but um i don't ha- i don't have an issue with it at all but so google um during during the uh, pixel 6 event the the um said that the hybrid zoom on the pixel 6 pro went up to 20x and once again i don't doubt that that is google saying this is as good as it Hard gets stop it up there mm-hmm. um so jim we'll talk about that in just a second the performance issues we'll kind of reiterate what we said a little bit earlier because i don't think you were here yet um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, but even at 7X, it's pretty decent. I mean, like we, we did a, we took a picture of the, the washing the George Washington initials. Yes. And it was okay. The iPhone did a better job mm, with it, true. with the zoom, but that's because it has the three, the three X It actually has
1: a telephoto. It has a
0: telephoto lens right. in it. So this does not. Um, but even so again, you're going to have to go to Instagram for that. Cause I will, I'll post all that stuff there. In fact, maybe what I'll do is I'll just. Create a Google folders, uh, Google Photos folder, and just put that out on Twitter, out so idea. people can just like look. And I'm uploading in original quality, I think. <laughs> so I usually choose original quality. I'll double check that. But that, maybe... that
1: is the issues with switching phones all the time. Sometimes you forget what you've turned on and what you haven't turned yeah. on.
0: You know, if nothing, you know what, you know what I'll do is I'll just pull the photos directly from the phone, put it in a Google Drive folder, and tweet that out, so that you know you know you're getting the high quality there.
1: So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm considering buying either the Pixel 6 or the Pixel 6 Pro. And I have to concur. Like, I, I was originally definitely hard Pixel 6 Pro. I want that. Uh, Telephones now I'm not so sure. You have kids. <laughs> that that is definitely a consideration. But I yeah. mean, honestly, is it three hundred worth three hundred dollars? I just don't. Mean, mm-hmm.
0: That is a really hard sell. We talked about the Pixel Six a lot more than I thought we were going yeah. to. But of course, that's that's what everybody's thinking about right now because you know everyone's out there reading reviews and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's 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 a great phone, and honestly, I would not have any trouble buying this for myself even though I already have the Pixel 5a. Yeah, I, so I told Adam that
1: I have not been this excited about a particular phone hardware since uh, I I can't imagine when there's just so much.
0: I think like I like I was this excited over the Ultra like when it, yeah. when it came out with the with especially with the 10x zoom because I'm such a zoom bitch. Uh <laughs> well, um to me but. it was just it's been hard to
1: for um for some of my friends who are asking, because I know we we get those questions every once in a while, iPhone or Android, right? Yeah. And I mean, people have had have had a lot of people have had experience with both. Some people have only used one or the other. But the like the one thing that you can always come back to with an iPhone is that you get longer support, right? And mm-hmm. with the Pixel Six, Google has committed to I believe four software,
0: three years of software updates, five years, years of, of security updates,
1: and so that's more in line with what Apple's doing. It's and so, closer. It's right. not quite there yet. Right. But
0: yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it, and also I think what this is, and again, I cannot emphasize this enough. Three days, people. Right. That's four fingers. Three days. <laughs> I broke my hand. Okay. Yeah, he did. Eh. <clears throat> three days, people. I've had this phone. Um, and so like, it's really, really way too easy to make any Long-lasting conclusions here, but I got to be honest. Like, if this is a Samsung and Apple world, this is a very viable third contender. Absolutely, very viable. Like more so than any other Pixel before it. This is this is this is a third voice in the conversation. And and we could see it's it's been kind of a weird thing
1: because it's been it's supposedly has gone through the FCC, and they we thought we might see a launch with uh, the latest unpacked, but the the S twenty one FE is coming maybe maybe at
0: some point i'd say that's a 50, it's a hard 50 maybe proposition at that at but i mean
1: what you what you got in hand here is probably in price point at the best comparison to that, mm-hmm. that that phone potentially and having owned the the s20 fe i would probably assuming there's some not some giant leap i would go for the pixel six
0: yeah it really depends on what the fe brings um, what the FE will bring certainly is a Snapdragon 888 888, <clears throat> 888 processor so i mean there's that so if these judder issues turn out to be a uh, a tensor sure. issue That's true. then maybe it's easier to recommend the um um then maybe it's easier to recommend fingerprint sensor fine um it, it's not i would say it's not as good as some fingerprint sensors that i've used um but it's 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 solid it's it's about as good as a in-screen fingerprint sensor can be so let's just it's just... Boop. The only thing I don't like about it is, like, if I accidentally swipe up, I get to the part where you put in your your your, your pin. And, like, for some reason, I never remember that I just have to swipe down to get back to the fingerprint sensor. <laughs> so, like, I'm I trying to remember, like, how other phones do that. And uh, anyway, it's fine. and
1: I know you don't have a lot of experience, Will. Could you want to speak on an Android 12 at all on the Pixel 6? Like, first impressions? Uh,
0: yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's nothing... I, I I like the material. I like I, I specifically I specifically picked this um, this picture to try out the material U, and it did like you know a great job. of I don't think it's changing. I don't think Material U is changing as much as I thought it was going to change. Like I was kind of thinking like maybe the circles around the icons would change color and like well you can
1: at least at least on yeah have you done this where you've gone to I
0: haven't d- dug into it really super. A lot. So that this is interesting. So
1: there is a beta theme yeah. where you can switch on the themed icons.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: And then you get oh, those. So with okay. system apps, you, get, you can see hmm. how they're themed with my background. No. And I'm going to turn it off.
0: I just realized maybe my brightness is too high. So if maybe you go to wallpaper and now. style. Oh, look. See, I turned my brightness down. Now you can actually see it.
1: <laughs> but you can see now they are no longer like the Gmail that the Google... Yeah. Is no longer a theme. That, to me, is yeah. interesting. It's mm-hmm. a little...
0: And, and it's going to be eh. developer-specific. Right, obviously. right, exactly. That so. is the issue. But, yeah, so for, so far on Android 12, it's it's good. I mean, like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, um, I one thing I did note was, like, the, the quick access buttons, there's only two columns of them. So you don't have, like, a whole lot of variety that right. you can pick. But at the same time, like, would a third column really matter? I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I would probably like to see more accessibility, like, when I first swipe down. Like, because right now I have to pick Internet, Bluetooth, Flashlight, and GPay. That's not going to be my final pick. I got to sort those around because I never turn off Bluetooth and I never have to activate GPay. I just hold up the phone. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I got I to gotta mess with that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, and I had... I had Android 12 on my Pixel 5a for a couple of days, but in the process, I was writing a Surface Duo review. I was anticipating this phone, so, like, yeah, I haven't had a chance to play with it a whole lot. Gotcha. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up because I am hungry <laughs> and I have a plane to catch. So uh, thanks everybody for coming by, and thanks everybody else for listening. If I do in fact put this as the main story this weekend, I I probably will because frankly I've got a lot of crap going on right now, and I just need to I need something to be easy. Can something please be easy? <laughs> um, Tech-tober, anyway. Techtober is a beast. Techtober is crazy but yeah and like i'm a fairly small outlet for it, for like it. i'm not even dealing with like the full brunt of techtober like i've gotten a you know a, just a, a small sampling of the devices that we've seen come mm-hmm. out so um there's going to be a normal doubting thomas monthly recap uh later on this week so i hope you will tune in for that this is actually a public uh um YouTube thing so that's why you know we, we're getting some more people the doubting Thomas as always will be a patreon exclusive so patreon.com benefit of doubt if you like what you heard here doubting Thomas is like this but for an hour um and uh, and then that comes out on the main feed and I think yeah so yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll have a good time um and uh yeah I think that's gonna be it uh thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the train driving by right as we were wrapping up. And thank you all for giving us the benefit of the doubt. So that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank Cliff Thomas for joining me and chatting about all Pixel things and all the other things we did last week, and frankly, for chauffeuring me around for a weekend. Please consider subscribing to this podcast if you enjoyed it. And if you really enjoyed it, I would love it if you'd write a review for the show. It's one of the best ways that you can spend 60 seconds helping out the show. You can always reach out to the show by emailing host at com or by visiting com slash contact. I'd also like to thank co-producer Cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes, but most of all, and as always, I'd like to thank you for listening and for giving me the benefit of the doubt.